Good morning, it's Andrew. It's uh, sort of 7-ish on, uh, what are we, Thursday morning. Uh, I'm in the office today in London. It was gorgeous. Sort of walk over the bridge this morning from London Bridge Tube Station uh, to come to the office. So I'll grab coffee on the way in. It feels quite nice. There's more people here than before. I think each day is going to be a bit busier. And it's nice to sort of mix it up. A few days at home, a few days in the office. Uh, just maybe helps me think a little bit differently, which I think is, is always quite a good thing. So thank you very much to all of you that have done your objectives. Uh, I think maybe there's a couple outstanding, but I'm sure they'll probably be done before you get a chance to listen to this. Um, so I'll share mine with you on the sort of note that accompanied this. I don't think there's any reason why I can't share them, um, but they're, they're basically what, what I'm doing, so therefore what we're doing to support sort of Brad Michelle and the business overall. Um, none of them should come as a great surprise. There's a couple on there that are particularly important. One is that We've been in in this sort of format, this structure, this team for a year now. It's hard to believe, but it's been a whole year since we've moved over to bring in Malcolm's research together. I think on the whole, it's, it's worked uh, well. I know there's still a long way to go. We can certainly get better and achieve more. But I think in the in the, what we've went through last year and where we are this year, that people have done an amazing, amazing job. So thank you uh, all for that. It is obviously a, a sensible time to look at how things uh, are working, whether there are things we can change, whether there are particular parts of the business that could be restructured in a different way. And, and also really to try and highlight those places where we have gaps in terms of resource, whether that be people or skills, and look to develop a really strong business case as we go into planning for 2022 as to where those people are and where they should sit. Because I really think with Malcolm's research, the, the strong, strong message we have is that we hit the ground running and people are effective from day one. There's no sort of learning curve in terms of uh, learning about a particular sector or particular clients. You can literally come in and, and get on with things straight away, which is a massive, massive benefit to the business. So we're looking to hopefully uh, move house at some point. Um, and we, we do what most people do, I guess, you sort of look around the house you're in with different a set of eyes as if you're the buyer and all those little things that you sort of, sort of live with for quite a while now so um, a light fitting that needs changing uh, door handle needs uh, adjusting uh, the gate into the garden needs refreshing kitchen needs a lick of paint uh, I mean we, we don't live in a we don't live in a dump it's not terrible it's just all those little things that somebody notices when they're looking to buy something so we need to sort of fix those and change those before we uh, move out. And it's probably true that your house looks the best when you're about to leave it. And that's, I guess, part of the the role we have now as we've been to objectives. We've been together for a year. Are there little things that we sort of live with or haven't changed because they work and they're fine um, and they're not the sort of key priority that impacts what we do overall? And I'm sure they probably are. So it's it's probably worth having a look at those things. So what are the little things in our teams, departments, countries, region uh, that we could amend and adapt and start to evolve? And over the course of the last few weeks, so I talked to a lot of you and a lot of you are sort of thinking about what the future looks like, whether it be in terms of the future of events or the future of bid and pitch or the future of research or the future of marketing, future of digital all the different elements that we have, are there different? And for different, I'll say, are there better ways to do things than we do today? Maybe not. Maybe everything's absolutely fine in, in some areas. 
there've been a couple of areas there's some tweaks we can make. So if there are any, uh, and you want to sort of talk about them or need any support, then yeah, just shout because we've got we've got fairly uh, positive feelings across the business towards us right now. So we should certainly make sure we we take advantage of that wherever possible. So if a change has been made, let me know and we'll try and make those changes uh, as we can. Um, the other thing I've been sort of thinking about quite a lot lately is training and development. And I know there are different views on training development. There are a, a wealth of training courses available to us on LinkedIn and through L&D, etc. And also, I think during the pandemic, there's been a lot more provision of virtual or online training than ever before. A lot of that is uh, free to air. Some of it comes at a cost. Uh, but if there are particular training courses you've either been on or would recommend, and please do share with the group more broadly, if there are particular areas that you think is worth addressing, then let me know and we can look at how we might be able to do something across the team or company, or even if there are people within our own team that could train on those different elements. So, so let me know about, about some of those things that would be really useful to, to learn about. Uh, then the, the other things now for, for the rest of this year are really about, I guess, getting into a place where we're ready for Q3 and Q4 to be dramatically different than they were last year and dramatically different than sort of Q1 this year has been. So the anticipation is we'll get to be doing a lot more sort of face-to-face -face meetings later in the year or certainly have the opportunity to do those. We need to decide for ourselves whether they're right or not. And making sure we've got everything in place so that when Q3 and Q4 come, which I'm pretty convinced, looking at all the economic news, are going to be incredibly strong uh, and incredibly busy, that we're all sort of ready for when that comes and that we can sort of support and help grow the business as much as possible. I think part of that is to make sure that you are all well-rested and are all making sure that you take your holiday and that when you take holiday, wherever practical, you disconnect uh, from the business. There are very important people in the world uh, that it's hard for them to be offline for any time at all. I'm certainly not one of those, uh, and I'm sure in most cases, uh, nobody in our team is that critical to what happens that we have to be online sort of 24 seven, even when I'm on vacation. We need to use our colleagues around Europe to support what we are doing, to make sure things carry on. And yes, there may be a percentage of what we're doing we want to be aware of and be involved in. So I'm certainly not telling you to um, disconnect from everything and and make sure you you sort of stay offline all the time. I appreciate that for some people. Um, I find it generally easier and more more comfortable to know what's going on and to be able to sort of step in and, and help things out. But I and I sort of one to one yesterday, and there's sort of a really strong urge to make sure that we do take time for ourselves and for our families. And that whilst we might have really enjoyable jobs here, love what we're doing, in most cases, hopefully, um, there is another part of our lives as well our family, our friends, uh, ourselves. And we need to make sure we dedicate enough time to, to staying healthy and to being able to recharge the batteries that we have to come back to work in a stronger place and being able to be even more effective than we were previously. So take a holiday, uh, take a proper holiday, relax, and hopefully uh, you'll get to travel uh, 
further afield than your garden or the local parks. Um, I, I think we've we had a long discussion with the ELT on Tuesday about the economic uh, growth that's coming. So I sort of shared the slides I went through on Tuesday morning with you guys. And they were really positively received in terms of, well, this, this is not, um, and it wasn't sort of selective reading. This is just generally where everybody's saying the economy and things are going. And I think it's certainly worthwhile uh, reinforcing that message that all of the major forecasting, all of the major economic institutes are certainly pushing a message that things will be much stronger in 2021 than they could have envisaged only a few short months ago. So make sure that message gets out. Make sure we are talking positively, but obviously objectively, but just to make sure that we are um, we are communicating externally what we're hearing and what we're seeing and showing where a lot of those opportunities are. So the uh, video I sort of shared from Australia sort of shows really clear evidence of people quite keen to go back. We're seeing very clear evidence uh, in the UK and other countries of massive growth in retail sales, massive growth in restaurant bookings, massive desire to travel, etc. So I think once we can, people will. Uh, so we need to make sure that message gets out there sort of loud, uh, as loud as we can. So I hope on that note, you all have a, a great week. I hope you're getting as much sunshine as we are here. Uh, it's a bank holiday in the UK on Monday. Uh, so all your UK colleagues will be taking a sort of three-day break. So for those of you enjoying the bank holiday, enjoy. Those of you that are not, uh, enjoy the weekend anyway. And as I said, any thoughts, ideas, uh, challenges, opportunities, just yeah, give me a shout. I'm always happy to try and find time. So uh, on that note, uh, thank you very much. Take care. Bye.